Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you, my friends, for joining me and your support. I hope you're having a great weekend or you had a great weekend wherever you are, because I know you guys are ahead of me and um, you're ready for a new week. Well, I'm a little bit early today because yesterday I took a break. Um, I went out, had dinner with friends, and it was a fantastic time. The weather is fantastic. Life is beautiful. Um, where I am, at least the weather is beautiful. Um, and I cannot but say thank you for the small mercies, because when we don't say thank you, life doesn't give us back uh, what we have what it can give us back because you're not happy we're just rejecting everything that life throws at us so it will not give us the good things in life so it's important to say thank you to appreciate to align and to 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 give back well i hope you had a great weekend and i'm still enjoying this weekend i'm a little bit early the sun is shining and i'm out in the woods walking again because i love to walk so here we are um, and yesterday I had some interesting conversations with some people and I'm going to share those conversations with you and that is what it is today that's the podcast um, I mean I was stunned one of the conversations was about uh, the northeast I was talking to some some uh, some Indians from the northeast and I will have that in a podcast coming up. But I'm going to talk to you about a conversation I had yesterday evening with a friend, with some friends who were from Africa. Uh, well, I wouldn't say friends, but friends of some friends of some friends. They're from Africa. Okay. So these are African Christians, Roman Catholic and so on and so forth. Okay. It, it was, I didn't even know they were from Africa. They were just you know, African descent, and we're having conversation and dinner and stuff like that. So I didn't know who they were, but they were very nice people. And I enjoyed the conversation. This one guy was so very interesting. And uh, apparently he knew a lot about a lot of things. He kept in touch with politics. And, and I said, look, I, I don't know much about the politics of Africa. I know what the news says, but I don't believe in the news. But uh, So I can cannot pronounce myself or have a conversation about what's happening in Africa. Um, and he says, well, I, I'm aware. I said, where are you from? So he told me from Africa. I said, oh, okay, that's fantastic. So I guess you know more than me. I mean, because I'm null null in, in African politics. So, you know, I know a little bit of history, Berber history, but that's as far as I go. Uh, or maybe Rwanda, but he had this conversation and he started talking about Indian economics and Indian, he says, India is going to be the next superpower. And I was stunned. He didn't know I was from India. Um, and I was stunned. I mean, he was just going, he was more positive than even us. I said, yes, I mean, it's not going to be tomorrow, but it, you know, 
he says, he says, just be, be careful. He says, I mean, not be careful. He says, I'm telling you, it's faster than you think. Because I, I was thinking in the next 25 years. So I said, you know, India thinks that in the next, their fifth, fifth major super economic superpower, they will be fourth, they will be fourth or third in the next five years and go up the line like that. But it's not going to be tomorrow morning. It will take time, but it will go up. But he was so positive about it. I said, yes, because of the Prime Minister and Narendra Modi. And he said, where are you from? I said, well, I'm from India. Oh, well, that's fantastic, he says. And he was talking about it and so on and so forth. And he was so positive. He was giving, he was just shining, overflowing with praise for Indian econ- economics, how they have overcome the colonial mindset uh, and they're still giving it up. They're still doing a lot of work. Uh, they've risen above these colonial powers, uh, the, 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 the Europeans, and they've risen up to go back to their culture, go back to their history, go back to their knowledge, uh, and use that as a base to rise up and, and take in ownership of their heritage and how they have used it and converted it into economics and they're an economic superpower they're so good in business they're good, good everywhere just watch out for india he says they're not violent people um i mean i'm giving you in my own words obviously but you know and he says uh, we're looking forward with india is going to be really good i said wow and he was more positive than i am you know, literally, I have to admit, and I was, you know, on the edge saying, yes, it's it's happening and I'm very proud of it. We're very proud. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's not easy. It's easier said than done. I said, it's easy at the bottom. But when you rise up, the higher you rise up, the more difficult it gets at the tip. Uh, so I said, that's where we are right now. And that's important to understand. He says, but I said, uh, he says, yes, you're right. But uh, he was so positive about it. And he was talking. Now, this guy's a Christian, okay? Uh, from his name, he was Christian. I was surrounded by, by Christians yesterday. I mean, they're all friends, okay? To each his own. We don't talk about religion. We were just having friends and dinner. And it was, it was good. Very good. And, um, and I, I kept saying, you know, there are a lot of people who are using violence. Um to deter India, to destroy India, of using violence. They were using ethnicity to, to, to enlarge the divide and rule. They were using, uh, the, he says, but this is very typical. He says, we know what, what's going on. We can see the violence and we know exactly that, um, that uh, there are external powers who are using ethnicity, using religion to divide and rule, to play the divide, to create the divisions, to create violence, to create uh, uh, negativity and to bring you down from the inside. We know, we are aware of that. Even if we see it on TV, we know exactly what's going on. And I was so stunned that he said it. And I was, and this guy's a Christian. I said, he's, I said, they create violence. I said, but behind this, they're all drug cartels. You have the violence that happened in the Northeast. There's all the, 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 the drug cartels over there. And I said, the violence is happening in the West. 
uh, Northwest Kashmir, there's all drug cartels, and these minorities are used as a front to protect their drug cartels. They don't really care about minorities. They just want to keep them there as a front behind them, behind this minority rhetoric, behind these minorities that they want to protect. They are using these minorities as as a front to protect all these drug drug cartels uh the money laundering and that is what these minorities and majorities are it's just a front and they are playing us to divide us and these are own people in conjunction with foreigners um uh foreign establishments who still want to divide india and pretend that oh it's a democracy that democracy is bullshit that democracy is crap he says we are aware of this we they are doing exactly the same thing in africa i said um and he was he's saying we understand he says first and foremost what they say on tv is zero nada zip they are absolute garbage the TVs, are the, the media is used, is controlled by the establishment. So the media will say what the establishment wants. The media does not say anything else. Okay? Uh, and so what the media will give you is a rhetoric, but it has no basis. It's absolutely false. It is the opposite of what's happening. Don't believe in them. And he says, we know what's happening. And he says they are using, they have bought out the locals on the inside, bought them out. And these locals are working for foreign governments, very much like you have the Congress, very much you have the AAP, very much you have the TMCs with very much that you have all these dot, dot, dot parties. They are all working for foreign governments, but they are paid and money. Um, now... This is, I, I'm, I'm just giving you names. I'm, I have to use the word alleging, okay? Because I cannot, I cannot use the word off the bat. I'm, I'm going to use the word alleged. Um, but um, he says, similarly, they do it in Africa. He says, in Africa, if you go to Europe, you have these big Africans who own these um, huge uh, establishments in, in Africa, in uh, Europe, houses, bank accounts. How come they have so much money? Because they're being bought out by the Europeans, by the European establishments, and they're keeping Africa poor. Africa is divided using et- ethnic lines. They, they create violence. They divide and rule. Uh, they blur the, the lines. They create, they indoctrinate. They create tensions. And then afterwards, these are not Arab, Europeans are not the only one. The Arabs are doing it too. The Arabs, uh, you have the Europeans, all of them want a part, piece of the pie of Africa. And they create these tensions and the poor Africans have nothing else to do. But, you know, they, they are, they're ignorant. And, but he says, we take a lot of inspiration from India and how India is working it. I said, he says, you know, we support India and in spite of everything, we support India and we're so grateful that, uh, to have that India as a role model. And, and I was stunned. I was stunned to the core. Um, I, 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 was, you know, I was eating my, my, my food and I'm going, oh my God. Um, and this was a, an African, an absolute African who's been living in North America for a very long time. Um, 
and he is Christian, okay? And I was surrounded by Christians. So that was a topic of conversation. So my lessons to you on, on this is that even Africa knows that India is rising. Even Africa knows that the ethnic violence is created by a foreign hand to form tensions, to distract from, from India becoming stronger, to, to stop India from rising, to stop India from being... Um, uh, uh, economic power not to invade not india doesn't want to uh, invade anyone india does not want to occupy anyone like the arabs and the christian empires um their colonial hangover it's they're not even interested they just want to do business with you but there are foreign energies and establishments all over the world who are so sick and and drugged with this power this jihadi power democracy with a front of jihadi, you know, as a, as a, their, their interpretation of jihadi and crusader uh, democracy. They have fancy labels, but those labels are hollow. And then they call you unbucked. So they, they pay people on the inside to run a narrative, unbucked, undis, undat, blindness. But the three fingers are pointing back at them. They, they don't care. They, they don't even consider you as human. They still consider you as, as a heathen, as kufar. They consider you, the person opposite you, as a kufar, as a heathen, as a not even human being you are below the human level you are filthy animal a pig is that what it is and this is what we have been indoctrinated in our head and we are leaving and and there are energies out there in the world who want to destroy india they do not um, acknowledge or like the concept of india they do not like the concept they they for them india has to be a slave of abrahamic groups has to uh, because everything that they have got today is taken from this Vedic base everything that Islam has got today has got from knowledge and and history knowledge sciences it's come from India everything that happened in Baghdad came from India from our Vedic roots from our Dharmic roots everything that Europe has got no I wouldn't say everything but 80% of what Europe has got has come from has been translated from Sanskrit text but they cannot say that they cannot appreciate that they cannot tell you that and say okay well you know it's what they did it's over we can all still be one but no but then they have to give up their supremacy and their hungry lust for power, their colonial hangover. And so this is what happens. And so you have violence in Kashmir, you have violence in Godra, you have violence in Haryana, in, in Manipur. And all of them pretend that they are, they, are, they, are, they are innocent. They're so innocent that they are human, the humanity. They talk about humanity. But they, they don't understand that the other side is also human, that they instigated the violence that we don't know today that they have instigated the violence. You think we can't see that they've instigated the violence? You think we can't see that they have the cause of this violence? That their supremacy is... Even Christians on the other side of the world can see. And this is what... This is what I come to today. This is exactly what I come to today. Christians are waking up and from the inside we are standing up from the inside we're questioning the rhetoric uh, of these churches of the establishments of their inhumane uh, lies of the indoctrination of everything that they've told us for so long we are questioning 
And uh, we're not sitting down and saying, oh, yes, the church says this. No, we're not. We're not. We're absolutely not. And it's important to know that we're giving it up. And so when you see a Christian on the ground, doesn't mean he supports the church. When he see a Muslim on the ground, doesn't mean he supports the Islamic mullahs, tullahs, and the establishment because we can't even say anything, but we know that we are questioning. They know that we are questioning. They know that we are standing up. They know that we are challenging. And you're not allowed to challenge a rhetoric of supremacist ideologies because they have convinced themselves and they think they've convinced us that we uh, yeah, the greatest, the best thing that ever happened to us, it's perfect, you cannot challenge it. And we must submit in silence. And that narrative is called victimhood. Um, if you challenge it, they are victims. Because you cannot challenge. The basis of the ideology is they are perfect, you cannot challenge. If you challenge them, they are victims. A uh, bunch of fools, if you ask me. But uh, what I want to tell you that yesterday... At dinner, there were not only there were youngsters who were challenging this rhetoric of the church, but they were talking about it op- openly. But even elder people were challenging the rhetoric of the church. I've never seen it before. There was a time where you could not talk about it in front of the elders, but you could, you know, because out of respect, they would use respect as a front to say, "Oh, you should respect me." No, I respect you, but I don't respect the ideology. I think it's sick. It sucks. But today, even elders are questioning that ideology. And they're saying, they're talking about it openly. What the church has done is not acceptable. It's inhumane. I refuse, refuse to accept it as religion. I refuse. And this is, yesterday was, I was, I, I, I couldn't believe it. It was a fantastic evening. I mean, I was like, Really? When did I, I, I never thought I'd come to a life, a point in my life where I would hear this. But yes, guess what? I am hearing it today. And it's, it's music to my ears that on the inside, um, there are many of us who are questioning this narrative. The church, we're not aligning with the church. They, we know they have lied. We know what they've done in Africa. We know what they've done in Rwanda, Congo, um, other African countries. We know what Islam has done in Africa, destroyed, destructive, uh, uh, removed indigenous group, uh, suffocated them, uh, violently uh, abused them, and here we go. And now they're leaving, they want to go to other countries. They made them fight against each other, ethnic violence. If it's ethnic, they say, oh, no, 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 it's not religion, it's ethnic. If it's religious, oh, no, 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 it's not, uh, um, it's not religion. It's, if it's ethnic, it's, no, no, it's religion. Um, uh, it's it, it's just non-stop nonsense and it, it, at one point you're like enough is enough and we are questioning on the inside so it's important to understand that we ourselves are questioning and saying what the church did is disgusting pathetic wrong and we're not accepting it anymore we do not have to submit to this violence to this narrative to the lies um, to the arrogance, to the condescending victimhood and pretense that they are some God's gift to planet Earth and they've got um, ability to, uh, you know, uh, eternally protect themselves as, as uh, 
followers of God, so they get eternal uh, um, ambiguity and and they let off the hook every time they do something. Oh, just because they're about God. No, this God is a front for their political empires. They're political empires with private armies running drug cartels. And they're the ones who are behind the violence in Manipur, uh, supported by the missionaries of the Americas, of the Christian world, who have funded this, controlling this, for one simple reason, to break off the Nazis from the Indian state. Uh, because this is still colonialism. They've used religion as a front for colonialism. This is, it hasn't stopped. Colonialism is not over until you have the guts to say it. Um, and this is what one of the people said yesterday. Um, you know, we've accepted this for so long without challenging it. But until you have the courage to tell yourself what, is, what happened, what is wrong, until you have the courage to say it, it's not going to change. So you have to change it on the inside. You have to change it on the inside. Until if you, you can't accept someone else to change. You can't accept someone else to be better than. What about you? Are you better? Did you question? And this is whatever the ideology. Whatever the ideology. Did you question what they have done? How can you use that knowledge and pain to convert it into power, to convert into healing, and into power to rise up above the status quo and be better? You have to question it. And so my, my, um, my message out there to the Christians of India, it is time that you question the indoctrination, the lies that you've been told, the lies, the absolute lies that you've been told. You're not going to God. No God has saved you because you're a slave of a drug cartel empire. And, and it is time that you question. There are people in Africa who are questioning, who are changing that mindset, who are removing that slime, who are making every junction into an intellectual laboratory, whether they're young, they're old, they're, they're good, they're, they're rich, they're poor, they're questioning, they're changing the narrative, they're improving themselves. They are questioning whether whoever they are. And they're saying it aloud what the church did is wrong, that it's still wrong, it will always be wrong until you change it, you get off that plantation, they will not stop. Because you're giving them the license to kill. You're giving them the license to run these drug cartels. You're giving them the license to subjugate and colonize. You're giving them the green flag. Enough is enough. We rise up from the inside. We rise up and say, enough. I'm going to stop that violence in my home. And I will stop that violence in the streets. I will stop that violence in the streets. And I will stop that violence in my bodies. I will have that conversation and empower myself with knowledge in my home. And I will have that conversation with myself, acknowledge the errors, the, the currents that form my waves. And I will start have that conversation in the streets and in my borders. Enough is enough. No more freebies. No more freebies, whether material, whether spiritual, whether lies, ideological, no more freebies. You want my support. You gotta take your responsibility in, in order to have equal, opportunity on that note my friend i thank you so much for your time rise up it is time it is time for us to have that conversation to offload this colonial baggage this imperial baggage 
uh, and say enough we need to heal we need to rise up and we need to stand and take our responsibility cheers stay safe until we meet again